This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. You're listening to This Day in History, a podcast dedicated to examining history from a standpoint of determining which event on any given day had the greatest impact on our lives. Now your host, Tony Hubert and Armand Kachigian. Welcome into our program, the podcast, This Day in History on lineupmedia.fm. Today, Armand Kachigian and myself, Tony Hubert, bring you the events of April the 9th that have occurred throughout the annals of time. Come in to you from our new beautiful studios built for Yo Radio. Beautiful, but... I'm using a chair as a... That's your problem, well, sir. What, what is this? It's, you're you're unprepared. No, I don't like this setup here. Well, I don't know what to tell you. This is a gorgeous it's new studio. Utilitarian. And you're your cantankerous self minutes into a program. Don't forget... Jeremy Bentham would not have approved. Check out all the other great podcasts at lineupmedia.fm. There are over 50 there for you. Baseball fans, Two Birds on a Bat, featuring Benji Molina brother of Yadier Molina. They know that. Yeah, blues fans, if uh, you like hockey, there's a St. Louis Blues podcast on our network as well. I think we should stipulate there was no nepotism involved in his being hired. None. Right. And uh, for you conspiracy-minded folks, you can also hear my partner Armand Kachigian from time to time on Surreal Talk. Yes. Cults with conspiracies and the paranormal. With all the brilliance that you're accustomed to. Let's, let's go. Let's, if not more, go easy on the brilliance. For brilliance, I refer you to behind the eight. Quite frankly, with if the, the Hicks brothers are better co hosts than you are. Bull. Well, there's two of them. Well, that, yeah. that makes by, it by numbers. Yes. All right. Today, April the 9th, I got to. I'm going to lead off with one arm on just because I have. A I don't question even know what this it. means. Well, he's an emperor. He's I a, know that he's a Byzantine emperor. His name is either. Basiliscus? Basiliscus or Basiliscus. I think it's Basiliscus. But anyway. You know what a basilisk is. That's a that's snake. Like the, Big snake from Harry Potter. That's what a basilisk no, is. No, it's based on Greek mythology. The of basilisk. Of course it right? is. Well, yeah. turn you to stone, just like Medusa. Right. Yeah. But I don't know who this guy. Well, well anyway. anyway it's a circular letter. I he's think. interesting. He, he issues a circular letter. Did you give him the date? I don't think you did. 45. 475. I'm sorry. 475. Yes. C.E. C.E. Common error. Right. Uh, he, he sends out this to all the bishops of the empire. <laughs> I wonder how many of them there were. Quite a few, actually. How many boys they fondled you gotta, back then? Uh, were they fondling? I don't, I don't know. Oh, sure. you, you never hear about this from the Greek Orthodox side. This don't, it only seems well, to be a Roman Catholic. covering it up. Well, I don't know. They're more subtle. I, but anyway, the circular goes out. I don't know how you send a circular back then. Slowly, I would imagine. Email. How else are you going to do it? But the monophysite crystallogical position. I would say it's monophysite. Monophysite. Sounds like some type of Crystal, stone. But crystal, it basically means, hey, y'all. we Crystallogical. We believe in one God, and that God was Christ. You sure form. that's what that means? Pretty much. It's what did they believe before that? Monotheism. Uh, different versions of. I know. thought it had to do with Jesus and God being the same thing or something. Yeah, the Trinity. You're on the right path. That's well, the Trinity. Now, that's not the same thing, huh? 
It's still one. I have no God. idea what this is. They didn't still make better. God. Now I think this somehow. I'm asking you a question. Now listen. I don't know the answer. I don't think about this. Is but, Basilica named for this guy? Is that where we I, get the no, word? I tried no, to look it up I and I couldn't so. find any reference to it. No, because I think Basilica is just based on. It's a, a Basilica is a, uh, a cathedral that is shaped like a cross. Right. Well, I don't think that's from his name. And a lot of churches are shaped like crosses. It, if you get the aerial view of them. Yeah, well, I, I don't think it has anything to do with this guy. All right. But this is, I thought there was that the Chalcedon. This, this, I think this uh, takes the place of the Chalcedon. The Chalcedon? Yeah, the, another one of these encyclicals or oh, whatever okay. that said that there's more, I guess it's monophysite. It was duophysite or triophysite or something. There was, I don't know what that. Don't consult me on religious matters. Now, you're not very good at the religion. Buddhist. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. That's right. No, you're not. I'm non denominational. You're non anything. <laughs> Right. You're from the Church of Cantankerism. 1413, a big king is crowned king of England, eh, he Henry V. He didn't rule that you, long. You a fan of his? I like to play. You like, oh, I mean, you know, I don't know. He married a French woman. I don't know. That's that's always a bad idea. Why would he go and do that? The House of Lancaster, Henry the Well, because he wanted Peace. to be king of France, too. Yeah, yeah. Although the only... Two for the price of one, huh? The only English king, I think we've gone over this, that was also king of France, acknowledged, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was... Henry the Sixth. He was acknowledged by the House of Burgundy. Burgundy did. So he's the only guy that could say he was actually King of France and right. England. But this guy wins the Battle of Agincourt in fourteen fifteen. Um, Hundred Years' War. We're talking about. Uh, he's one of the. He's from the House of Lancaster. Fought uh, his old man Henry the Fourth. He fought with him against uh, our old friend Owen Glenour, You know, Percy, uh, the Welshman. Um, other than that, in a battle of Shrewsbury, which was in Henry the Fourth, yes, play. it was. Yeah. Anyway, so he's crowned king of England, and as a po- as uh, portrayed in the uh, Shakespearean plays, he was kind of a, a wastrel and a, a boozer with Falstaff and all. I don't know about all that, but it's fun to be, imagine. That though. may be apocryphal, as portrayed by Kenneth Branagh and mm-hmm. Lawrence I remember, Olivier. I remember that one. Uh, I like the, I like the Branagh one. I don't think I've ever seen the Olivier one. You ought to, because it was made 1944, and they actually did because they didn't have enough, you know, metal Film and stock. Or, no, no. Oh. Well, that too was color, but uh, yeah, that you know, everything was cardboard, and you know, because they didn't have enough, you know, no, the war resources. Right? There was Come a on. thing. What are they the doing? Shooting a Henry the well it was during the war because it's more valuable because it was for morale. That's uh-huh. what they need. It was propaganda. Yeah. Oh, okay. once more unto the breach, dear friends. Once more, okay. or, or Phil. All you have to tell me was it's propaganda, and I get it. Little Harry in the night. 1585, this is the day Sir Walter Raleigh departs England. Yeah, this was a big success. They say, where are you going there, Walt? And he goes, ah. I don't know. We're going west. And he heads west, and he gets to Roanoke Island and establishes the Roanoke Colony. Yes. How'd that work out? Talk about fleeting and ephemeral. Didn't, didn't uh, yeah. It didn't take. Which is not bad. Well, this actually worked out a lot better than the second one where he went and, you know, I don't know, we promised gold or whatever and came back and his head cut off. Yeah, so that this, wasn't, this well. was actually comparatively a success. So I, I can't he imagine. good luck. He should have stuck to, I you can't know. imagine the guts these guys had. 1585, yeah, we're just going to sail across the Atlantic yeah, Ocean. Anybody that drops his uh, his jacket on the on the mud so the queen can tread upon it. Okay, and you're a gentleman. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, nice sucker. Now, what do you think of this next guy? 1609, the king of Spain, Philip III, issues the decree, the expulsion of the Moroscos. 
Who the hell are they? I don't I'm know. I'm going to say they're the Moors. Oh, really? I would have thought Jews, but yeah. Yeah, it's high time they... Get out. It's, it's high time they uh, uh, got them out of there. I'm not a big fan of the Moors. Yeah, I know you're not. Well, okay. But good. you like Othello. Eh, depends. There again. Lawrence Olivier did a pretty good job with his you know, shoe I'm polish I'm saying you, that's true, boy. That was, that was not bad. Yeah, yeah. When's the last good Othello movie been made? There was a movie uh, called O that was made about 20 years ago, uh, sort of a like modern. Orson Welles was good. Okay. And that's on YouTube, I think. You can right. watch that, yeah. 1682, The Man Who Would Discover the Mouth of the Mississippi, Robert Cavalier. Cavalier? Yeah. Or Cavalier? Cav- well, I doubt that. De La Salle. Cavalier, de la- yeah. Cavalier de La Salle. Uh, claims, of of course, for France, and he names it Louisiana. I would think Louis Louis the Fourteenth, I believe, at that sixteen eighty two. Although Saint Louis was uh, named after Louis the Ninth, so Saint so Louis. Is Lu- so is Louisville. Louisville is as well. Yeah, eighteen sixty on his phonograph. Yeah, a gentleman by the name of Edouard Lyon Scott de Martinville, another French guy making the news. Makes the oldest known recording of an audible human voice. Yeah, I didn't know that. I've never heard of that one. That's fantastic. What do wonder what they said? Testing. I wonder how Edison stole Testing. this. Testing. One, two, three. Sibilance. What about Spencer Tracy did the... Can you not look at your I, phone I, I during I, the podcast? Interesting, you know, interesting text from a young lady. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Eight, All right. 1865. Here's a monumental moment. Well, it was, it was inevitable for a long time. I take you to Appomattox Courthouse, Virginia, which, by the way, is what? What? I don't know. What Appomattox is it? Courthouse, Virginia. Yeah. What is it? What is it? It's a town. A whorehouse? No. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, that was, it's actually where this was, uh, I mean, it was signed on what? What's the guy's name? The farm, Lewis Farm or whatever? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you been there? Uh, no, I've not. But I, it's one that I'm going to go to. Uh, I, I want to see the spot since it's been preserved. Robert E. Lee surrenders the Army of Northern Virginia. 26,000-plus yeah, guys. But it's not the end of the war. Oh, no, no, no. The Palmito war, Ranch, war is going to well, go on for a couple May. more days. Till, no, it's a month, May. right? Yeah, um, Texas was the last uh, battle. So the surrender to Ulysses S. Grant at Appomattox Courthouse, which, as Armand has pointed out, effectively ends yeah. the war. Well, yeah, you got... I mean, the siege of Petersburg and all that stuff. I mean, it was inevitable. Although uh, Lee, apparently, or Grant, was uh, very civil in an uncivil time mm-hmm. about letting them keep their sidearms. And yep. he, I guess technically he should have put them all in his POWs, but he let them go home. Well, they're traitors. Promise not to promise not to fight anymore. Yeah. I mean, they are traitors. Uh-oh. We've already discussed well, they that. Are. They are not traitors. Yes, they are. They had the absolute right to do what they did. You know that. Absolutely. They had the absolute right they to. They had the absolute right welcome. to secede. To Absolutely. Secede. Of course they did. You love the South, don't you? You're just big. I, I love the idea that if you if there's tyranny, yeah, you get the hell out. Because Lincoln, was, we a, need more Lincoln was a tyrant. Uh, no, I don't think he was a tyrant. I just think he was. Lincoln, uh, we've already discussed this. Lincoln's main objective was to keep the union together. Yes. That's all. The slaves, none of that stuff meant anything to him. It was keeping the you union. You know that because you talked to him. And the Republican Abe. Party. No, I've read what he said. I've read his, I've got, I've actually got it. What it is and a bibliography and the actual, you know, all I can go by is what the man said. Yeah. I can go by what the man said too. His his, his position evolved on the subject over, over Ah, the years. Okay. Oh, sure. It did. Okay. Yeah. 
All of a sudden, he thought the black man was equal to the white man, right? Are you kidding me? Oh, I didn't say that. I think well, I said his position on the, on the institution of slavery. That may have uh, evolved, uh, evolved. But the reason we went to war did not evolve. But first of all, you of all people should despise that. It was all because of the Republican Party more than anything. He wanted to win the election. In 1860? In 1860, yeah. That was the big deal. Although he was not a Republican in 1864. What was he? Hmm. That's another trivia question. Yeah, I don't know what the party National Union Party. National Union Party. Okay. The only two-term president to be in two different parties. Parties. Right. Interesting. I've gotten a lot of guys on that one. What do you think what do you think Lee's thoughts though were coming to the courthouse oh, that day? We lost. It had to be beyond well, that. I don't though. know what he was saying. Hey, listen. Yeah, I mean, don't what, you what could think? be any worse? He's probably half starved. Well, not him. No, man. He, he's he probably did okay. Well, what didn't did? if you were him as you made your way to Appomattox that day? Wouldn't you be pretty fearful that mm-hmm. basically you, you could? Yeah, I don't think so. You got to figure out Grant's going to be drunk, so he'll be you know you'll be all right. <laughs> as long as you bring a case of whiskey, you'll be okay. It's good. I'd be. I'd much rather be him than uh, what, Hirohito, not Hirohito, but uh, who came? Who signed the? Uh, you know, oh, on the USS yeah, the Missouri. Japanese on the Missouri. I don't. Yeah, I, I figured it tossed me overboard. But well, at least you're in Tokyo Bay. We're 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 good. Uh, we're good winners. Anyway, what Am, uh, what are we talking about? Amnesty oh. for all. That's 1865. Yeah. Right. So I I don't know. I I don't think. I, I'm sure. You know. I just love that monumentous days in American history you just think are no big deal. Well, I didn't say it's not a big deal, but I'm just saying it was so inevitable for so long that it's more of a relief than anything. It's not like it's a big surprise. You know, like the Battle of Agincourt. That was a big surprise. Yeah, well, you mean that the, the South the, lost. Yeah, I mean, this was just, yeah, the it had been coming for a long time. Yeah, but they made it, I mean, look. Here, we, we from, discussed from a military, that. Let's just talk from the military yeah. point of view. They stretched the thing out. Well, we for talked four about four plus years. We talked about though. Had Lee been more of a you know hit and run kind of guerrilla warfare kind of guy, the South probably would have held out and, and the North would have given up. But you, but since he was trained West Point and had to fight you know these pitched battles, right? As tra- as he was trained, well, take Gettysburg that, for example. Yeah, it was uh, stupid. Well, I was stupid. We're gonna line up in the woods and we're gonna charge. Yeah, well, that was Pickett and all those guys. Like I said, I'm not a big Civil War guy. I'm more of a World War One, World War Two man. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I really do think that from what I've read, if he had fought this guerrilla warfare as we did during the revolution, the North eventually would just a hell with it and let him go. And we'd all be better it's, off. It's one of the great what ifs yeah. in terms of, because yeah. I know he's given credit as a strategist and all this. And he, and he, he well, won. Well, for what he had, I guess he, he did okay. He but, won battles. But then a lot of, he had a lot of the advantages too. I mean. Well, you know, generally fighting on his own yeah, terrain. right. Knowing every, you know, mm-hmm. and his boys were all good shots and all that stuff. But they, you know, industrially, they were way outclassed. But and in terms knew of that. logistics and supply lines. Oh, yeah. No way. Which is, you should Really, thought. really You would think tough. the first day of the war, they would all sat down and said, listen, what are our disadvantages? These. What are yeah. our advantages? These. We can't fight this normal warfare. But that's what they did. They so, tried. Yeah. And so anyway. And push that war for four years. All right. Who was born today? We're halfway through the events already. All right, well, I'm way uh, ahead of you on this Yeah, one. go ahead. You All start right, 1336, off. probably the most important. Tamerlane. Love this guy. Really? Why? Well, because he killed 5% of the human population. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know, you're talking one about Mao. Every 20 people? Yeah. With his conquests. They said about 17 million probably died because of his campaigns. 
Where, so did, he, where did he start his campaigns from in, in well, Dublin? Well, I guess he's more, I guess, present day, probably the plains of, uh, I don't know, the Kazakhstan or yeah, something. Yeah, the Central yeah, Asian yeah, step step and all mm-hmm. that. And then he, well, he fought the Mamluks. Hell, they were in Egypt, I think, or that, uh, a Levant. He's fighting all the way. Died okay. on trying to take, uh, try to fight uh, the Mings, the Ming dynasty. So this guy's all, yeah, I think that was, I think he had the largest empire of all time. Pretty much. I don't know. They say the Japanese would have probably been, you know, because they had the Pacific, but I don't consider yeah, that. Yeah, but then you're counting, yeah. you're counting square miles That's of ocean. That's what I'm saying. But I think landmass, I think this guy had it, you know, he's the champ. Wow. Yeah, he's a real killer. Bigger than Khan. Oh, yeah. Well, he, that's what he called himself, Timur Khan or whatever. Timur Khan. He thought himself as Genghis Khan kind of yeah. guy, you know, the okay. heir apparent to that throne. But I don't know why you can dismiss him. Now, you want to talk about death count? Here's another. Wait a minute, fe- wait a minute. I got okay, another, another one. 1821, Charles yes. Baudelaire. I like this guy. Charles Baudelaire? Charles. 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 To you. Yeah. The Granite City pronunciation. Baudelaire. French poet. Chuck, as his friends call him. Okay, Chucky. Uh, I like his saying. Now, this I got. I love this saying he said about about uh, uh, the church in trying to suppress true love could only disinfect it or de- decontaminate it. And so, no, wait a minute. Oh yeah, that's right. The church yeah. in trying to suppress true love could only decontaminate it, and so came up with marriage. <laughs> Something to that effect, beautifully stated. Clever. Anyway, he wrote. Uh, he wrote. Uh, we talked about him. Fleur de Mer. Flowers of Evil. Yeah. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. Fleur de Mer. Had a big influence on Rimbaud and all these other guys. Okay. And uh, I think he, I think he uh, um, translated uh, Edgar Allan Poe into French. Sharp really? guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Charles Baudelaire. Uh, 1821. 1821. 1835? Oh, yeah, this guy. Death count? <laughs> here's, here's a guy who contributed no to... No hand count. Not necessarily well, death count. Okay, but Leopold II of Belgium. Yeah. Who would go on to become very imperialistic throughout the African continent? Yeah, but he did it for the right reason. He didn't. There was none of this noblesse oblige bullshit or anything that you know. We're, we're going there to you know to indoctrinate and to noblize. Oh no, the he black said man. what they're coming for. We're, yeah, we're, we're coming to take your resources. We're coming for money, <laughs> right? So we're coming to take your resources. You got to admire him for that. He started the Congo Free State. Yeah. Yes, he did. And then, uh, good book to read about this whole thing, Leopold's Ghost. Not, oh, not great. too many. I probably will read that. Not published not too long ago. So if you can't find it, yeah, because I never go to Amazon.com through our website, thisdayinhistorypodcast.com, or Audible. I'm sure there's an Audible version of this one. Uh, just go to thisdayinhistorypodcast.com. Click on the Amazon or Audible banner. You've read you, it? Yes, I have. All right. So they're talking about the cutting off the hands. Oh right? yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Leopold, because I believe they he inflicted had, some damage. I think Stanley was in on this too. Yes, he? he was. Yeah, mm-hmm. who was you know Doctor Livingston? I presume, yeah, I presume that guy. Yeah, he was the uh, he, he was down there uh, yeah. part of the expedition exploring. They're yeah. into the innermost portion, if you know oh, where yeah, the Congo the is on the map of dark, uh, yeah, of, dark, of uh, the dark continent. Yeah. Yeah, because anyway, it, it, they it had heavy jungle, mountainous area. And at the beginning, this Congo Free State, I think but, they went down for iron or something. They were oh, losing money. But then when rubber became rich, yeah, but yes. they didn't. But the rubber was what was, really made it. And then they had these quotas, and if you didn't meet the quota, they cut your hands off. Well, they, they started. These guys wised up and thought, well, it's easier to cut a guy's hand off than make the quota. So they just like give him a basket of hands and say, well, sorry, we didn't make it, but we punished the natives. So it got got a little. Well, I don't want to say it got out of hand because that'd be a pun. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was. Quite they found a, an end around of how to work the system, br- brutally, I might add. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, 1898 famous American football coach, stadium name for him, Curly Lambeau's born. Uh, yeah, Lambeau Field, of course. Yep. Okay, First. I got a few coming up. 1900, Alan Jenkins. Alan One of my favorite actors, uh, kind of a Warner Brothers. Always the dumb, he's always a gangster and and a dummy, kind of stupid guy. Do you remember uh, uh, Pillow Talk with Doris Day and Rock Hudson? Yeah. He ended up with Thelma Ritter. But anyway, you'll you'll know him if you see him. 1903, Ward Bond, who was on the USC football team with uh, John Wayne. With Marion... Michael Morrison, yeah. Michael Morrison. Or okay. Bond was, you know, he was always, uh, he was, uh, you'd probably know him better as Bert the Cop in uh, uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, okay. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Who, you know, supposedly was gay Why, with that, U- that USC Ernie. team, I don't know how they were any good at football. They had all these actors on the team. Right, and they were busy uh, banging uh, uh, the It Girl. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Clara Bow. Clara Bow. I think that's apocryphal. I don't think she took on the whole. Not know, the whole, whole team. Di- yeah, just the lineman, I think. I think, I think she left the secondary alone. All right. Uh, 1918, I got uh, Jan Utzen. Jan Utzen? Yeah. Now, do you know who this guy was? You should, because it was a million-dollar question. Scandinavian. A $500,000 question. He designed the Sydney Opera House. Ah. Yeah. Interesting piece of architecture. Yeah. What is it? Looks like a can we call it a sleeping armadillo or something? I don't know what that. Well, seeing I've it is unique. I have to admit. But here's the thing: I've never really seen what it looks like on the inside. I think there's these pictures of it. Obviously, pretty nice. I like it better on the inside than the outside. Actually, you know, seashell thing is yeah. supposed to be where. Yeah. No, I, I mean, but it is it's iconic. Striking. Yeah, this is the guy. But when you go inside it, do you get that? effect in reverse inside well we'll take the uh, virtual tour after okay. the show all right all right um, i don't I, know who this person is. uh well you don't watch many movies uh hidden figures mary jackson i thought that lady was still alive yeah well she passed well this is one of them yeah but the african-american mathematician aerospace engineer all right here again i object to that i mean is that why you put because she's african-american see now that that's kind of inherently racist no i put it because they just did a movie about she okay. and her I think the other lady's still alive, though. She yeah, just won she some did. award or something. Mm-hmm. She's like 98 or something, right? Yeah. But anyway, to, I th- because I say that because a lot of people might think, well, oh, what a, wow, what a surprise. I didn't think African-Americans could do math. Well, there are just many African-American geniuses. So why do we even say that? It was a very smart lady. Yeah, she was. Okay. But it was unique to have uh, someone from her background at that time uh, in aerospace and engineering. Who am I thinking? I'm she thinking. got. She what got was the name of it. She got the education. What was, uh, the, what was the name of that? Uh, hidden figures. Hidden figures. So, because that lady, I think, still alive. I think you're right. She, well, anyway, nineteen twenty-six. Uh, gentleman who uh, who kind of cuts both ways in modern America. What do you mean he's bi? No. Um, some people think he's great. Other people, especially when he passed away, had zero love for him. Why? What's uh, the problem with him? Um, I well, objectification that, of women would about be one. Jealousy, probably if it's men, that'd probably be enough. Yeah. I don't. I'd never heard. I of know him. I am, but uh, Hugh Hefner, born on this date in 1926. You know where he's from? Danville, Illinois. Yeah, Danville. That's right. I read that somewhere. I, yeah. So I, I only I got Boy, to talk. I got to talk to him origins. once. Yeah, and uh, it was one of the you know set up. Yeah, interview, I, and we had the so time. You weren't in his the time. You weren't at the mansion, were you? No, 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 no. One of my wrestlers was a. But he was, at the man, he was at the mansion as I was talking to him. Well, of course. Um, and, uh, you, you know, you get that time before everyone goes on air. 
And, you know, he asked me something. He's very nice. And I said, yeah, I grew up in Illinois. Because I grew up in Illinois. I said, I know Danville. Man, goes, I would have got a pass from him. We're, and, you know, um, he was cool. I bet he was. He Seems was like cool. a nice guy, laid back kind now, of. I'll tell you, I'd be pretty cool, too. Beyond the publication of, of Playboy, the clubs. Yeah. Which, by the way. I guess his daughter's still in charge, or is she? Uh, I, don't know. I think I don't so. Know. I think so. Yeah. Like, um, people would think, oh, the Playboy Club, that's an awful. It's not what you think. First of all, my parents had their rehearsal dinner for their wedding at a Playboy Club. Oh, yeah. Well, they're different. Yeah. They totally, were, right. Yeah. yeah. I think, though, that you had, like, the, if you got in the VIP room or something. Oh, there might like, be. Yeah. I don't think the club, per se, was what we uh, think it, it was. It was a dinner club. Yeah. But I think, where was the last one? Was it Chi- Detroit? Uh, I don't know if it was Detroit or Chicago that yeah, was the last one say, that closed. Thought, but they I had think... a lot of them around the nation. Oh, hell yeah. And one of my, one of my uh, parents' guests, an, an older lady, uh, got reprimanded seriously for tweaking one of the bunny's tails. Oh, they didn't like that. They did not Man like it. Or woman, yeah, yeah. They, and the, and the fact that you were a woman in your sixties was no. Yeah, right. <laughs> no old pervert. No, sir. That's not gonna fly. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna check on that. I think it was. I think it was Detroit. But Hugh. <laughs> yeah. Well, what the hell? He wasn't. He wasn't. He, was uh, actually, he wasn't. Uh, was it uh, Guccione? Well, no. I think they have a different kind of. Right. I mean. They would. Some people call him a purveyor of porn. Uh, I don't. Maybe on the Playboy channel. Well, then for a while, didn't they go? They weren't going to have any nude, or they had their girls in. Yeah, that lasted about a week. Yeah, that wasn't a good idea. But I mean, it just. But today, it's yeah. it, the whole thing's irrelevant. Yes. You, yes. You know, the only way you're going to look at it is if you get a major star to do a pictorial. Well, apparently now now they open another one, I guess, in Chicago. So that was just man, that was just last year. No, oh, well, no, they're still trying to work the brand, you know, but. The brand mean. I will tell you this, Armand. The brand means nothing to the young. Go no, ask the young guys in our office. Zilch. No, nah, that was you know. But do you remember as a young? But guy, even then, you know. Can, even can find, we be honest? Yeah, but I don't find. Yeah, finding them under your dad's bed and stuff. Or uh, I'd rather they weren't tame compared to some of the ones. You know, the good ones in black and white. Oh. <laughs> Stop. Yeah, that was a good Come stuff. on. When you were 10 years old and you got your well, hands anything, on Anything, one. well, yeah, like, well, one hand. The other hand was on myself. Oh, stop. You never got both hands on a Playboy magazine. All right. That's a little joke. You're an awful human being. Joke, son. All right. 1932, Jim Fowler. Yeah. This I guy, love that this guy. This guy had the greatest job. Well, you know who had the great job? Marlon Perkins. Oh, he w- Yeah, Jim works his way down the uh, the, the rapids. Yeah, yeah uh, Jim, don't get eaten by that tiger. Yeah, look out for the piranha, Jim. <laughs> By the way, you got insurance? Mutual of Omaha? Yeah, what a job he had. Marlon Ran into Perkins. Marlon Perkins once as a kid oh, at a camera store. Oh, really? Was yeah. he upright? I mean, that guy is no, old. He he had, was but he, he was dressed like he was on safari, even though he was in the middle oh, of a... Marlon Perkins. Yeah, this guy did all the works. Yeah, exactly. And everyone knew it, too. That was the joke of watching. Was it Mutual of Omaha's? Yeah, Mutual of Wild Kingdom. Wild yeah. Kingdom. And then he'd be on Johnny Carson once in a oh, while. Fabulous. Something would shit on Johnny or Do you remember when him. they brought him on Seinfeld? No, I didn't see that one. When uh, Kramer gets the set to, I think it's the Mike Douglas or is it the Merv Griffin show? He 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 finds the set to the yeah. in the dumpster and he assembles it in his apartment and he starts having his own television show. Oh, and he gets I? Jim Fowler to stop by. <laughs> I don't know why the writers come up with that stuff. That was brilliant. That's great. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Jim Fowler. I got to admit, he was, yeah. 
1932. Happy birthday, Carl Perkins, one Isn't of the great singer-songwriters. Does he have a big influence on Elvis? Absolutely. Okay. Tour, Elvis toured with them in All the right. early days on those uh, sort of, like, you would go, I'm, I'm, they're not even a tour bus, Armand. Everybody gets in a car and basically was, caravans from town to town. You play at the local high school. What was that? Uh, was he one in that uh, quartet? million-dollar quartet. Yeah, him. Yes. Was that him? Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Mm-hmm. And Jerry Lee Lewis? Was he the other one? Jerry Lee and... Uh, Perkins and Elvis, right? Isn't that what we're talking about? I don't know if Elvis is actually in that. And I'm having a trouble with my computer. Anyway. Uh, Great sound, though. All right, 1942. Great sound. I got Brandon DeWilda. I don't know why you... All I've got to say to you is two or three words. Brandon DeWilda. Yeah. You want to take a guess? No. Famous line. Okay. Shane, oh, come back. That kid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he saved Shane's life. Oh, 1945. Uh, happy birthday, Peter Gammons. One of he the actually group. died like 30 in a car accident. Peter Gammons did? No, no. Brandon DeWilda. He was also good in uh, HUD. With, he with, is in HUD. He's a great in HUD. Okay. And he's good in another uh, movie with uh, Warren Beatty called All Fall Down, mm. which is really good. Yeah. Uh, 45, Peter Gammons, American baseball journalist, okay. guy who looks like Andrew Jackson. If you yeah, kinda, replaced right. him on the $20 bill with Peter Gammons, you wouldn't bat an eye. I thought you were going to put uh, Harriet Tubman on there instead. Have they done that? I don't think so. They talked about it for a yeah, while. I know. Uh, it's ni- coming. 1954, Dennis Quaid. I always liked Dennis Quaid. Was he in uh, Breaking Away? Was that him? Yes. Yeah, I thought yeah, I liked he's that. He's one of the. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of the uh, sort of the I want Stonecutters. Was that the name they took? The Cutters. I the think Cutters. Called, just yeah. the Cutters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. By the way, those quarries in Indiana. Yeah, I remember that. Those were beautiful. I don't know about jumping off the top of one. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah go ahead and do that. But uh, I mean, all of that. Inc- and by the way, if you ever drive through that part of Indiana, Armand, I don't know if you ever had. Everybody's house is made of that uh, that type of rock. And I mean, everybody's house Makes is, sense. is made of that. You're like, oh, look at that. Oh, there's a nut. Everybody's. All right. It's all. I'll take your word for it. Uh, Seve Ballesteros, born in 1957. He, great Spanish dead, yeah. golfer. Yeah, he did. He died in 2011. Way too soon. Now, uh, I ask you if you know this next one. Well, I, I wrestled with her husband. Did you really? Yeah. Happy yeah. birthday, Jenna Jameson. Her so husband how, how did you wrestle with the husband? Uh, well, I used to go and work out at uh, Golden's. Uh, shit. What's what, the, the one in Hollywood? No, no. Uh, Golden West. Community College. That's where oh. Tito wrestled in college. And he, I used to go down there. I was uh, friends with the coach, Dale Duffner. And where's that at? In uh, It's in Huntington Beach. Okay. And that's why he's the... a Huntington Beach bad boy. So that's a bad, that's down in Orange County. Yeah. 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 So okay. we go down there and uh, rolled around with Tito a little before he was, you know, the big, you know, and, and Tank Abbott too. Tank Abbott was there. Too. So you rolled around with the guy who rolled around with Jenna Jameson. That's true. Yeah. I, I guess. Yeah. So by transitive property. Right. Yeah, I touched the ass of somebody that slept with Jenna Jameson, I guess, probably. Yeah. So well, anyway, that's I, the closest she, she still can looks get. good, I think. Yeah. Uh, she is pretty. Oh, boy, I like her. Yeah. Remember her role in private parts? Uh, vaguely. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, vaguely. They, you either remember it or you don't. No, it must been 90. When did that come out? Like 92? 99, yeah, I think. Yeah, that's a long time ago. There's a good story Stern tells about, like, you know, they had to tell her, Jenna, when you go to the craft services table, cover yourself you put something on why <laughs> it's not fair why shouldn't the chef have a 
You get a thrill. Can you imagine? Oh man! You're sitting. You're standing at craft services, oh. doling out the stuff, and here it comes. Yeah, don't don't get me excited. <laughs> they made a movie. What was I saw it on some. Check out Jenna Jameson. I think uh, Tito's in it too. He's like the bouncer. Is like strip club vampires or something like oh, that. It was yeah. unbelievable. One of those, one of those porn you horror see it, movies. Yeah, you gotta type see it things. to believe it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 1979. Keisha Knight Pullman, Gr- Rudy from the Cosby Show, the youngest daughter oh, oh, of Clifford. Man, she's already 40. Huxtable. Jeez. Yes. Oof. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I felt bad for oh, everybody we... on the Cosby cast. And I got a bonus. God. We forgot. Okay. In 1998, Paul Robeson. I don't know how you forget him. Paul Robeson. I know this yeah. name. I know this name. Why do I know it? Old Man River. And also the... Old f- Man... No, Ol. Old. O-L-E. Or O-L apostrophe. E? Yes. Ol. O-L apostrophe. That guy had a bass? Yes. Was he a tenor or a bass? He's bass. Okay. He's also the first African-American, all-American football player. Where at? Columbia, I think. Oh, Columbia. Yeah, I think he's a lawyer. Kind of a civil rights activist. Yep. And, uh, okay, that is where I think well, I yeah, know the name more from. Yeah, but hell of a voice. All right. Uh, back to the events. In fact, he was, I guess it's Joe in the uh, 1936 version, directed by James Whale, Showboat. Oh, of Showboat. Yeah, he sings that song. Yeah, you can see That's it. That's right. Okay. That's Paul Robeson. Uh, 1939, Marian Anderson gets yeah, to see. Another African-American. At the uh, Lincoln Memorial. Yeah, I think uh, she Eleanor was, Roosevelt arranged this. She was denied the rights to sing at the uh, DAR, that's Daughters of the American Revolution's uh, Constitution Hall. So she got to sing yeah, at yeah, Eleanor Roosevelt the Lincoln. stepped in and got um, her. Got my her mom that, is DAR. Got her that gig. She's not DOA, is she? No, no, no. She's doing, doing well. She's doing right. great, in fact. Okay. Uh, but she's DAR. I went ahead and did my SAR, and I'm uh, get me out of it. <laughs> okay, I'm an SOB. All right. I got two paths back to it, by the way. You got what? You don't know what this is, do you? No, I know what you're talking about, but I have no idea what the machinations of that organization So you have are. to have lineage that goes... To a combatant in oh. the American Revolutionary War. Okay. Not an officer or. or no, of course not. But just. Your family? Come on. So I have two paths back. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm a Scientologist. Um, so you, you go back to. I'm way better. To uh, what? L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah. Well, yes. One, one my, path. One of my aunts was one of, the, one of his uh, servants on his boat. <laughs> Had to feed him grapes. All right. That's how you get in that group. That's, that's yeah. how you do it. That's a very noble lineage. Yeah. Uh, 1945, the U.S., uh, the Atomic Energy Commission is formed. Yeah. Now, this is For probably what? an agency that you, you don't, don't mind, but we don't do anything with it. Yeah, well, they were supposed to give away. That's when we were supposed to have 1,000 nuclear reactors, yes. all our energy and, and meterless energy. Right. But you know you know, you got a problem when the guy in charge is Lilienthal, who we've talked about, David Lilienthal, the guy in charge of TVA, so once he screwed that up, they gave him the AEC. But anyway, this was def- this is defunct. I think, I don't know when they get the mid-70s, 79, something like that. They got Right rid after of it. Three Mile Island? Yeah, something like that. Right around that time. I was yeah. thinking about this the other day, Armand, you know, because you and I are both proponents of nuclear Absolutely. energy. Yes. But the two events that happened within seven years of each other that basically just killed it in the mindset of the world, you know, Three Mile Island, well, and then, of the course, China Syndrome Chernobyl. didn't help. And Jane Fonda and her stupid... Yeah, but hey, well... I know. I, yeah. yeah, it was a movie, all right. Totally stupid. But anyway, yeah, I don't get it. Would it have been stupid if Jane Fonda wasn't in it? Yeah, even Jack okay. Lemon. I like Jack oh. Lemon. He was in it, too, the fool. All right. All right. But he Nin- was old and 
you know, his mind was half gone. 1947, the journey of reconciliation. This is one of the first interracial freedom rides that begins through the upper South, violating all the Jim Crow laws. Good for them. The riders wanted the enforcement of the Supreme Court Act of 46, not act, but decision, uh, the Irene Morgan decision that banned racial segregation and interstate travel. Hey, listen, this is when they had balls. I mean, you know, you... There were... Yeah. I was... These people, these folks, yeah. had guts, right? Because here's why: they're and not that anyone We're facing death, man. Right? Come on, there's stakes. Yeah. Now I, that is not. I know you'll diminish the protesters. I do today. Absolutely. I will not. Um, but yeah, this is life on the line. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. be honest. Right. It's life on the line. There were stakes. You had to have some real chutzpah to to do these things at this time. Right. Again, I'm not diminishing any protesters today. It is your American right to protest. I don't have a problem with that, but just don't tell me what heroes they are. I don't mind. Well, I don't think protest. anyone tells you they're heroes. Oh, I think they yeah, just they no, think they, they don't. Are. Well, Kaepernick's not a hero. A lot of people think he's a big hero. I don't compare to these people. I don't classify him as a hero. I classify well, a lot of people him. do. I didn't say you, but a lot I of classify people classify him as someone he's deified who, by a lot of these people who took uh, a stand in something he believed in. I don't have a problem with that at all. But I, he, he's not a hero. I take a lot of stands on this show. Is there anything at stake for me? Probably not. Well, what was at stake was... I'm not that brave. I'm was just, his, what was at stake was his career, which... Oh, yeah. He what did, what they get, how many millions did he get in severance and all that? And then he got the Nike... Well, contract. he settled. Yeah, they've yeah, settled. Right. He, he did... He got... He right. got... He you got think any of these poor pay. people got... All they got was a fat lip or a bump on the head. Well, a If they're lucky. Yeah. A water hose. Well, that's what I'm saying. These are these people are legitimate heroes. Yeah, but don't, don't denigrate Kaepernick. I'm denigrating all the people. I mean, I'm not talking just about African American. I'm talking about in this day and age, these these snowflakes in colleges that are, you know, Robert, Robert, I'm offended by Robert E. Lee and take down that statue. And what, what do they have? You mentioned the word stake. To voice their, you can voice your opinion. You can but voice it. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't mean you're wrong. I didn't say wrong. You're not brave though. And you're not necessarily right. I, yeah, but see, I don't know where you're getting that. I'm talking about bravery. We're talking about yeah, guts. Yeah, okay? I'm not getting where. I'm not even talking about I, right and wrong I, or morality. Stop. I'm not getting where you're, you you think that they're being deified. I don't pick that up. I, I mentioned Kaepernick. Is, but but a lot of people, anybody anybody who's got this who's, cause okay, that the libs think is a great who's cause. Who's deifying Colin Kaepernick? Can you please tell me? The libs. The snowflakes. They think he's great. They think, he's, they think he's unbelievably brave. I hear it all the time. I don't know From any who? names because I don't know any. I don't know any. The, I don't know From popular who? people. I don't go on the internet and hang. I don't hear. They, 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 they may say something like, you know, yeah, I support him. He's taking a stand. No, I think they're they're citing his bravery that he came out and did this. And I, it's, what did he have to lose? His career. I don't even think he lost that. No, he did. He's, I think he's a rotten football. Well, average football player. Yeah, but you don't want him on your team, and that's the problem. And believe me, it probably did affect his career because I'm an owner. I want this guy on. He's gonna, you know, it's not good in the locker room. It did affect yeah. his career. There's no doubt. But we all know head cases. That's pervasive. He's not a head case. Well, it's it's not good for morale of the team. Maybe that's judgment call that team has to make. Well, that's fine, and that's fine. And then also, it doesn't look good for the fans. Some of the owners have said our fan base would leave, and it's all about dollars and cents. But if you think the guy can make money, believe me, he'd play. He'd be playing. I love right? it. Don't you the, think? I love it when the NFL, the most hypocritical oh, league on the face of the earth. Oh, I'm not these, defending them. These losers. 
who in, in reality are life's biggest lottery winners. I don't think I watched a full game, maybe the Super Bowl, and even that was, I don't even watch that, it was horrible. The league that wraps itself in the American flag time after time has a whole bunch of guys who are completely right-wing, and what do they do? They form the world's most perfect socialistic model. Incredible. Absolutely. Yeah, I do. The, where's the socialism come in? They, I think it's capitalist to a core. No, it's not. All right, explain this to me. All general revenue shared, distributed equally. Socialist. End of story. Full stop. 1959, Project Mercury. NASA announces the selection of the first seven astronauts, who, of course, are going to be dubbed the Mercury Seven for your seven-part trivia question, Armand. Go. Well, I got a system. I think it's, how's it go? You did have a mnemonic for this, didn't you? Back in the... I think it's, well, I haven't done it in a while. It's two C's, two G's, and three S's. So who is that? Carpenter, Cooper, uh, Grissom, uh, two G's. Don't, you're going to see, you're going to... John Glenn. Yes. uh, And three S's. So that would be uh, Shepard, Deke Slayton. Yep. And Wally Shira. Got it. Well done. That's not that hard. No, that's a great one. And by the way... Hollywood tends to If you've never watched the right stuff... It's a long watch. Read the book. The book's Read, better. Tom uh, Wolfe. Tom Wolf. Yeah. Um, but the movie is good. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. One of the Quades was in that, wasn't he? Dennis. Was he? Okay. He yeah. plays... Is he Slate? I don't know. No, he plays Carpenter. Car- okay. Because Slayton's the only one that didn't go on a... You know, because I think he had a bad heart or something. That yeah. They, they found. But he did go to the... He went to the moon somehow. How would you have liked to have been, though... Um, you know, Shepard goes up. Yeah. He's first, yep. And then Grissom, I think, <sighs> suborbital. But Grissom, and then what happens? Or to Carpenter. I think Car- no, Carpenter. No, Grissom, Grissom goes second. Well, he died in Apollo 1. I know that. Well, he died in the fire. His yeah. real name was Ivan. Ivan. It sounded too no, Russian. Yeah, that's not. we well, got to change that. Not for the Cold War. We're not having an astronaut named Ivan for no, the Cold War. Nah, he's a Ruski. But, you know, they lost the capsule. Yeah, right, right. I remember and that, yeah. he did not the thing get. opened or He whatever. did not yeah, get the him. fair. Yeah. And then the sort of for lack of a better term, the inquisition into the... Well, that's fair. Yeah, it was an inquisition. Oh, Should have cut his hand off. Grissom deserves so much better. He really did. Yeah, he's named Ivan. It's a red. Oh, please. Double agent. Now, those Obviously. guys, again... Yeah, after they got their castor oil and uh, their enemas or whatever, they, they te- oh, the tests these guys went can through. Can you imagine the test? What is the thing where they stick the needle through the webbing between your thumb and your index finger? What is that for? Just to be sadistic? Oh, it's for your own good. How long do you think? Do you remember the scene where they have to um, um, blow into the tube that sends the air through the water that that levitates the ping pong yeah, ball in right, the tube? Remember, yeah. Okay. Um, lung capacity. How long do you think you could do that? Because you you probably still have good lung capacity I to think this so, day, but not like that. But and, and everyone thinks they've won, and they look down, and Glenn and uh, I guess it's Carpenter are still going at it. I gotta check that. I, it's been a long time since I. I've seen that. That came out in 83, 83 or 84. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm going to check that Barbara out. Barbara Hershey's in it. The cast is great because yeah. it's Ed Harris. Yep. Uh, I forget who played. Oh, uh, Scott Glenn. Right, right. Plays, he was, he was plays Shepard. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's a good movie. It's I think it's really good. I, I would watch it constantly when it came on. It's a hot summer day. Got to be inside because it's 110 degrees. I'd watch the right stuff. It's better than the Avengers. 1965. This is the day the Astrodome opens. The first indoor baseball game is played. I was lucky enough to go to the Astrodome when they still played baseball in the Astrodome. Before it became uh, Enron Field. 
Uh, no, I think it was Minute Maid Park that yeah. became Enron Unf- when they moved naming. to the when they moved to the other stadium. Today, when you land in Houston, if you're on the right, I think if you're on the right side of the plane coming into Houston, I'm always Hobby, on the right side. You know that they uh, you'll get a pretty good view of the Astrodome. Uh, and then what the they, hell's in there now? Um, Except uh, you know. They were using it for. Well, they were using it for their refugees from. Uh, well, from they New did Orleans. from New Orleans. Yeah, yeah that's. Um, People were living there. Katrina. They say. Uh, they say there's. Um, normally, they would take the stadium down. I think this is going to be a national yeah, historic blow it up. marker. But the the Houston Texans' new stadium, whatever that's called, because it's changed names three times or something already, is right next to it, and it absolutely dwarfs the Astrodome. I would imagine you could yeah. fit the Astrodome into this new place, yeah. right? Could fit in the bleachers. And I remember the first time walking in there, and I, you're just—I probably went Armand in the late '80s, and you were just, well, you were just in awe. You were just like, "Oh my god!" When it was this. an architectural marvel. This is, an, and then you know, like one of the, the owner seven. had an apartment out in right field. You know, oh, but uh, he got laid. Oh, can you imagine? Matt, just because, and that's where I, I always wanted to live at a stadium. I thought that's the greatest thing ever. Nothing wrong with that. You know, they, all these concerts and games just come right to you and you're living there. That's phenomenal. And they still had the big scoreboard that shot off in the old timey Western motif. Jumbotron. Um, Whatever. I don't know right. if it was a Jumbotron because it, it was just one of those, you know, a synchronized. Who the hell was playing there? I guess the Colt 45s? Because it wasn't the Astros. I think or, or they I changed the name, Armand. I think they changed the name, and the Colt 45s became the Astros in technically 65. So as they opened the Astrodome, the Astros yeah, were that na- team, that, were that franchise. The team. Yeah, I think the Colt 45s started in 62 right. with the Mets. Yep. And they played in an outdoor park where they basically said you couldn't even attend the game because you just get eaten alive by mosquitoes. Well, there you go. Because you're in Houston. You're yeah, in a swamp. Houston. What do you expect? But yeah, I I I oh, I, I thought it was incredible. Imagine going to any of those cookie cutter stadiums from the from the 70s and 80s, whether you lived in Atlanta or Cincinnati or Pittsburgh, St. Louis. Um, we did. We and, and, right? Stadium. And and suddenly there's a roof on it. Yeah. That it was just like, oh. I really I all right. Well, it's not exactly a Sydney Opera House, so take It's it the eighth wonder of the world, Armand. <laughs> That's true. Now, you know where the first dome stadium in America was going to be built? No. Nope. This would have been something. This would have affected the course of American sporting history. The first geo, what is it, how did they say it? Geodesic? Geo, well, you know, non-supported roof yeah. where the support is all, all yeah. on the edges. Yeah, I guess that's how. Uh, was um, the plans for the uh, replacement to Ebbets Field was a oh. dome in Brooklyn. That would have been a dome without a and the, team. The New York City planner, uh, I forget his first name, Moses, it was his last name, just was not having it. Okay. Not having it. And because they could not get anything built, land acquired or anything, O'Malley had to go and take take a roadshow, and L.A. made him an offer you simply couldn't refuse. Here, here's a whole ravine oh. minutes from downtown. It's yours. I thought Luca Brasi had something to do with it. He may have. Yeah. Now, you know what Ebbets Field is now? Um, what is it? Some kind a- of apartment complex. Is that what? Yeah. Or house. That's yeah. fitting. Condo house. Uh, where am I at? Oh, 67. Yeah. Timely. It's it's in the news. 
the first Boeing 737 makes this yeah, maiden flight. Yeah, but it's not flight. in the air. No, no. no I think they... Ethiopians aren't letting him have, but uh, 737. So that yeah. whole fleet of 737-800 um, yeah. is still... The software it, is the problem. It's exactly... I have a cousin who is a rocket scientist, hmm. UCLA grad. Uh, I said, what's going on? He goes, this is clearly a software problem. Like immediately, before the planes well, were hope, even... Before the uh, FAA it. was even... Um, it, even yeah. shut it, the whole, you know, said ground them. He goes, this is a software problem. Yeah, but it's also, I don't know, a pilot problem, too, apparently, because... Well, pilots were complaining about it. Yeah. Because I think what happened was the thing turned itself off, as it should have, in the, in the, and the, the pilot turned it back on, which you're not supposed to do, and it went, it went down. 1969, Another speaking one. of aeronautics, the first uh, British-built Concorde, the 002. Ooh, license to kill. License, That's not good. Yeah. How many people were in the 00 program? Tangent, but... I don't know. They never Was said. it only nine? No, I think, that, well, the, the only time they showed them was in uh, Thunderball, where they, they had showed, all the double O's, and they had a bunch of they, seats. They had all of them. Okay. Yeah, like 14 of them. Or, or they were, they were, well, how can you be double O? Oh, why 14? I don't know. Oh. Double O just means license to kill. That's all. That's what that's, that's a code. I thought it could only be three numerals. So you're telling me that. it could be more. I don't see why not. Okay, but double O two makes its maiden flight uh, from Filton to RAF Fairford. Okay, that's what a, is with the British and all mouthful. these F's? You ever seen a Concorde? No, not up close. I I, I have. Um, Would you fly that into the Astrodome? What? I think it'd be really hard. You have a lot of personal stories today. I, yeah, I do. Yeah, well, I, I think it'd be really hard to do that. You have to pad the show no. with your no. recontourship. But when you land at Heathrow, there's a Concorde, one of the originals that's kind of on display as you pull yeah. up to the gates. I don't know why we don't have it anymore. And... Uh, I don't either. Just because the Air France one burst yeah, into I flames, know. we had to cut the whole program. Same thing. With, Nonsense. Well, same thing with nuclear. Come on, fix it. Nuclear power. You could be to London, New York in like, what, two and a half, three hours, depending on which way you're traveling? Not if uh, Ocasio-Cortez has her way. No more planes. I'm fine with no more planes if you can get me there through a sure. vacuum tube. Yeah, right. But until right. you can do that, Hyperloop. we're going to have to go with a plane, aren't we? Well, tell dummy that. Uh, you tell her. <laughs> Boy, is she dumb. But see, you're 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 already consumed with with her. Yeah, but nobody's the, the problem is nobody. There's no problem. None of the, none of the no Democratic problem. candidates are saying this gal's a lunatic. I don't don't. Yeah, don't. The, the, Who's the, saying that? They are. The, Who is? Einstein did. Pelosi. She's not did. running for. They're not running for president. I'm talking about the oh, candidates. The candidates. Yeah, okay. Kamala Harris. They're all Beto. Boy, they're all buying into this nonsense. That's why they need a level head. But I don't. I don't. I don't. We already talked about whether he's going to run or not. I don't know. So, goofballs. I've seen one in action, though, um, flying, and uh, it's great plane. It, it's remarkable. I would to see. take it. I it's take remarkable it. to see. Do you know every cl- every seat on a Concorde was first class? Yeah, I remember that because yeah. it only sat about ninety yeah. some people. Uh, Nineteen seventy-five. Just a little fun fact: the second oldest pro basketball league in the world is formed. You know what that is? I the do Philippine now. Basketball Association, the PBA, the PBA. 1991, Georgia declares its independence from oh, um, the South, the South, <laughs> from the Confederate States, <laughs> from the Soviet Union. Oh, that Georgia. Okay, yeah. your your neck of the woods, Georgia. <laughs> no, I'll never be. I'll never go there. Have you, never did go you Armen- ever set foot in Armenia? No, never will. Will you ever set no. foot in Armenia? No way. Why not? 
I don't want to go to Armenia. It's a beautiful country. Say, who cares? I don't want to go there. I don't want to go anywhere. I like this country. I don't even want to leave the United States. You generally have about a, a, a 30 mile radius, I've noticed. No, I'm talking. I go to LA all the time, I go to you, New York. Yeah, but that's by plane. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. So, but even when you're in LA, you stay in a very tight radius. Well, it depends on who I find on Plenty of Fish. Oh, jeez. What do you mean tight radius? I got a girl in DuCoin. I go the 88 miles away. You're, that's how far I got to go to get laid. You're desperate. Yep. Sure. 1992, am. a U.S. federal court finds that the former dictator of Panama, oh, Manuel yeah. Noriega, is guilty of drug and racketeering charges. He gets 30 years in prison. You know where they housed him for a while? Marion, Illinois. Yeah, I know. Now, I believe he's now in Florence, yeah, he's uh, still Colorado around. at the Supermax. But apparently in the confinement, you know, solitary. Still torturing him. With, uh, uh, it was Gotti, Noriega, and I'm forgetting the third one. It was like three heavy hitters. <laughs> all in the seat. Dillinger. <laughs> Had he been alive? Yes. Yeah, maybe. Put him there. I don't know who's in Marion anymore because I now I think all the big timers are out it's in Florence. Too bad. The only claim to fame we have. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy, here when, we go. And uh, now this one. this one, I got a lot of questions. Two thousand and five. <laughs> Don't ask me. The Prince of Wales, Charles. When he becomes king, what what Charles I don't know if he will? He, I don't think the Queen's ever going to die. She may outlive him. Yeah. But what would he be, Charles the Third? Yeah. That's it. That's okay. It. Um, he marries Camilla Parker Bowles in a civil ceremony. Man, I'm Prince of Wales. I'm going to marry that. I, oh yeah, yeah. Which begs the question. Ooh. No, no, wait a minute. Don't Why? say that's improper use of that term. Begs the question. That's not right. What's the proper use? Begs the question. It, that, that's, a, that's a logical fallacy. That's like a, a straw man argument. Yeah. If you're begging the question, you're evading the question. Ah, you mean okay. invites the question which or invites, engenders a question. Which invites the question and, and certainly yes. uh, certainly invites well, he's the... Not, uh, he's no... You know, he's no I, uh, I know that's, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, you're but he married right. someone that's as handsome as he is. Hey, listen, that's they're all nuts. Edward the Eighth. I mean, man, Wallace Warfield Simpson. What a dog. Eesh. I mean, I'm not saying she's. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather marry one of the Queen's corgis. This thing. This. But anyway, that's that's his business. What the Dumbass. heck? Okay. I mean, it also engenders the question. Thank you. She she doing something that. You know, she's not, yeah, she's rocking his, yeah. I mean, she, she what's nasty? She's rocking his world. I don't get it. Chuck, <laughs> baby. He's been watching, he watches Jenna Jameson. You're tapes. the Prince of Wales. I'd put some Jenna Jameson porn in if you I had, sleep with her. You had Diana Spencer. Well, yeah. And you couldn't get along with her. I never thought she, I mean, if I was print, I don't even like, the, what's his name? Harry, I don't like his wife either. Oh, she's cute. She, yeah, cute. But I'm Prince of Wales. Well, do you, I don't want cute. You have to have the best looking thing ever. Even no, if you I got to like her. I'm not gonna Are you kidding? I'm not gonna marry anybody. Well, who are you? Some Turkish Sultan? Yeah, that's right. Okay. That's who I'd be if I was Prince of Wales. Well, oh, I'd be out of control, like Edward the Seventh. Man, that guy knew how to do it. Uh, he was. He was. Man, he was really out of control. I think you're referring to the younger current Prince Philip? Yeah. What's, what about him? No. Good. Good for him. What's uh, the point? Yeah. Well, yeah, there you have it. That's the events. All right, quick. Who died on this date, April the 9th? All right, 1882. Dante Gabriel Rossetti. Rossetti. Pretty good painter, pre-Raphaelite Brotherhood, mm. and a pretty good poet, too. All right. So, you know. Double threat. Yeah, he, he had some talent. I don't know why you put this idiot in here. A uh, name of the day. 
oh. American freak show performer, zip the pinhead. Yeah. I guess it he had a tiny hat on, on yeah, zip I, the pinhead. There was a guy that I thought it was him, uh, but I guess not. He died in 26 because I remember Freaks. Yes. The Browning movie. Mm-hmm. There's a guy that looked like this, but I guess more of a woman looked like the pinhead yeah. kind of, but I guess he's already dead. Somebody else. That is something you'll never see again in America. I hope not. The traveling. Oh, freak show. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. We, we Somebody be offended and that'd be the end of it. Anyway. Can you imagine though? Yeah. Did, you, did you ever know anyone who went to one? Yeah, whatever happened. Well, I don't know. I'm sure my dad did. I'll ask. I'm sure one of my grandparents did too. Yeah, bearded lady and all that. Yeah, but you can fake the bearded lady and that kind of thing. Remember the Three Stooges? Shave the bearded lady. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, 1945. Wilhelm Wilhelm Canaris. We talked about this guy, the Abwehr. The, British, the uh, German military, this guy that was trying to end the war. Yes. And, and actually, we, were, we, uh, we had that philosophical uh, question about why didn't Franco join or why didn't Hitler try to get Franco to join the uh, Axis? Yes. This guy is why. Ah, he went down there and, and convinced him not to. He kept Franco yeah. from going. Right. Yeah. Apparently, Hitler sent him down there to, to convince him, but he failed. Yeah. Miserably. This guy saved a lot of lives, believe me. And he wanted to broker a peace with the British, mm-hmm. but Roosevelt uh, would and have not, nothing to not do with it. Nope. Nope. They had already adopted total surrender by that point. Unconditional surrender. Unconditional. Uh, So only a couple hundred thousand people died because of that. 1959, the death of uh, what's regarded as probably the most famous American architect. I don't know if he's the best. Probably the most famous. But the most famous, 1959, the death of Frank Lloyd Wright. Prairie style. I love the prairie style. Now, here's what I've heard, though. I visited, I think I visited... Three. I've seen a couple of his houses in Oak Park. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, if you live in the Midwest, you can. Yeah. You can really hit a. I think the total number that I'm not just seen but done the tour of is three. Um. And every do you call him a docent at those? You know, kind of walk you through. Yeah, I guess that's what um, you call it. You know, all of them kind of say the same thing. Really interesting and remarkable to look at. Very tough to live in one. Oh, I don't know about living. Yeah, I mean, right. There's some impracticalities that I just, you know. Yeah. You may not be aware of until you start your no, day-to-day it's, routine. It's a work of art. It's not a house. Right. But anyway, that's, right. yeah. Now, what I do appreciate, though, is when he built a house, he also built everything that went in it. Yeah. Well, I mean, so my wife grew up next to, this is the third one. I don't know what they call it. it your might third be, wife? Uh, no, the third house. Oh. That... Uh, she grew, literally grew up next to Frank Lloyd Wright House, uh, and um, they had an opportunity to buy it, and they didn't. Now it's a state park. The uh, it's the I think it's called the Charles Krauss Home. Yes, they uh, all have names. I know that. Yeah, um, but it's in suburban St. Louis, um, and it's in a sort of a wooded area of suburban St. Louis called Sugar Creek Valley. Uh, and again, it's one of those. It looks. Marvelous. It's very interesting, right? Yeah. And but then when you start to contemplate, okay, what did he call it? An engine for living or something or something like that? I don't uh, know. Yeah, but but yeah, I don't know. It, it, I I don't know how to term it. I, the Dana House. That's another one I've been to in right. Springfield, Illinois. That's a very. Well, where was Taliesin? Was that New that's Mexico? That's in New Mexico, yeah, Arizona. Burn that down. Or was that the one in Wisconsin? Well, there's also Taliesin too. I think too. the first one was in Wisconsin, the one that got burned yeah. down. Yeah, the guy killed everybody. Now in the Chicago the area, you can, like you said, Oak Park. You, there's yeah, Oak Park's an, be you can go on a Frank Lloyd Wright tour. Yeah, you can hit a bunch of them. Um, Falling Water in Pennsylvania. Yeah. I've not Studied been there with, yet. Uh, Lewis Sullivan, I believe. Yeah. Um, 
But again, I, if you tr- try to imagine living at falling water. <laughs> Not without scuba gear. Well, it's just a creek, but yeah, still. Right, whatever. I do like I that there's a stairway there. that just goes down to water. You know me. I, I live here. Yeah, Armand literally lives in a closet. <laughs> falling office. Uh, 2001, the death of one of the great yeah. American ball players. Uh, you know, he died the day they opened the new stadium in Pittsburgh. Oh, he literally wow. died on their opening day. Willie Stargell, my favorite power hitter as a kid. I had a good team. In I had the 70s. two favorites uh, as a kid, young kid. I like Keith Hernandez and I like Willie Stargell. Well, then you must have loved 79. I love 1979 because yeah. they were co-MVPs. Has that ever happened since? I don't I, no, think so. No. It's no. like co-Academy Award winners. Absolutely. And in 2011, I have on oh, yeah. the death of a, a, good, a very good American Never won director. the Academy Award. Though. How is that possible? Uh, director, producer, Should have. also a screenwriter, Sidney Lumet. Yep. He, uh, you got a favorite? 12 Angry Men, I guess. I mean, you can't go wrong, yeah. right? Yep, I like Sidney Lumet. Well, Network was pretty good too, but that was Chayefsky that wrote it. Yeah, but do you do you view Network as one of Sidney's? Don't get me mad as hell. Do, I'm I not mean, gonna take it anymore. Do you view that as? Yes, he directs, but Twelve Angry Men is like seems to be his film, and I look at Network as a film he directed. Do you know what I'm saying? I like a, a tour versus just directing. Well, he's I don't know his. Imprimatur is on both, I would say. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. So what, that was 75, what, no? Did they, 76? It came out in 76. No, I guess, well, wait a minute. Uh, so Rocky won that year instead? Man, that's that sucks. Instead of Network. Because Network won three Academy Awards oh, for no. acting. Uh, Finney? No, P- Peter Finch. Finch. Uh, Finch, not Finney, Finch. And uh, Faye Dunaway yep. and uh, I think Beatrice Strait. Oh, Faye, on- Faye Dunaway was on a roll then, wasn't yeah. she? She was, and then uh, yeah, I think the, Beatrice Strait was only like nine minutes of that That movie. ten year span, she's in Bonnie and Clyde. She's yeah. in Chinatown. Uh, yep. She's in Network. Yep. And I'm leaving something else. I'm leaving something yeah, she, else big she was out. In the Three Musketeers. No, not, I, um, not big, but. Well, she yeah, she's she had a pretty good run there. She for was a on while. a run, man. Yeah, pretty amazing. Fade, well, she was married to what's his name in Herman's Hermits, wasn't you? Peter Noon. Oh, he was a monkey. I thought. No, that's Peter Tork. That's Peter Tork. Yeah, Peter Newman, Herman yeah. Sermons. Yep, but I like I like Lumet. I, re- I read his book. He had a you know he wrote a book, on, a book screenwriting, on screenwriting. I yeah, I think okay. he did. Yeah. Do you do anything on directing? I'm sure. Well, is there one of those? What is that series like? It's called. Uh, I think it might just been on filmmaking per se. I don't know. You know, like you, it's Scorsese on Scorsese or Hitch on Hitch, Kubrick on Kubrick. Who who does those? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but I'm not sure. Well, I know the books you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, I I wouldn't mind getting those. Those are good books. All right, that's my uh, final death. All right. That's yeah, a that's, wrap that's on April about... 9th, Armand. In the books, it's history. Well, it's history to you or the, uh, the The Tony uh, Tony Hubert uh, reminiscence show today. Yeah, a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. The event that most affected the world we live in today, though? Right, Tamerlane's birth. Very very well could be. You kill 5% of the world. That's pretty cool. You're okay. (laughs) What's that saying? If you you kill so many, it's a uh, statistic. One death is a a tragedy. A million deaths is a statistic. Statistic. That's our boy Stalin or Berea, one or the other. He went past it. Yeah. And now this guy, yeah, I guess the guy wins the, the, you know, he wins the prize. Yeah. Yeah. 
Although like uh, was is now, I think, how's it go with the other one? One in 20 people in the world are, are descended from Genghis Khan. Yes, because, so like of, one in 20, because they, of all well, the rape. He tried to kill the rest. Yeah. So, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That. I mean, you probably, you know, to think, do you or I have DNA? That Not a chance. No? Not to the Khan? No? Oh, not to each other. I'll tell you that. All right. No, I doubt Shh. it. I doubt it. And it's a shame that Canaris died right before the, you know, they killed him. He was in a tr- concentration camp, you know, because he was a traitor. Right to them, that might have that might have really affected the world. No kidding. If you could have could have saved a few million that, lives, yep. Because you, when you look at how the death toll rises from mid forty four into forty five, and you realize how many lives are lost at the back end of that war. Yep. Oh. Well, this could have been this was forty three and before. Oh, I mean, man. they they knew pretty early that it was things were going really bad. It's probably forty three yeah. when they when they well, lost think, North Africa, right? And Stalingrad, and it was, okay, it's it's all over. It's over. So this guy was really trying to broker some kind of deal through Norway. Through yeah, the Norwegian I mean, you're you're not just talking about a few. You're talking about millions of lives, yeah, civilians too. Yeah, sure. That that may have been. That may have been saved. All right, Armand, okay. that'll do it. Thanks, FDR. April 9th is in the books. Thank you to our producer, Brian Kroc. And when April 10th rolls around, we will be here to tell you about it on lineupmedia.fm. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm. 